Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to talk about what not to do when you travel. Don't do it. Okay, we're in the second week of our, well, the end of our trip in Portugal, and it's the second week we're doing a podcast from here. That is correct. Here we are, still in Portugal, have had a fabulous time. This is our last day here, and uh, this country did not disappoint. I will say that very much. Lots of great surprises from my perspective. Yeah, yeah. I um, really enjoyed Sintra. We went to Sintra um, a few days ago. And what a delightful city. The the palace we went to and Peña Palace. Mm-hmm. You've got to go to Peña Palace. Yes, that was that was a great experience. Get there early. Um buy You your said that online. was one of your most favorite palaces we've been in. I liked the the outside of it a lot. It was just very unique and uh, very kind eclectic. of eclectic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was yellow and red and yeah. And had tile on the outside and on the inside. It, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, not your typical palace. So I think that's why I liked it. But um, that, was, that was great. We went to the Moorish Castle and walked around and walked up and down and around and got our steps in that day. Woo. Yeah, in fact, we kind of made a little bit of a mistake. We, we put in for an Uber and it said 15 minutes. I said, okay, 15 minutes. But we were getting at the end of the lunchtime, right? Because we mentioned before in our previous podcast, lunchtime is till three. And then restaurants will shut down. Um, So we were worried about uh, getting to lunch. So we canceled our Uber because it said 10 minutes, eight minutes, and then it said 21 minutes. And we were like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, our driver that was supposed to pick us up, picked someone else up. and, And then we got pushed off to another driver. So we decided to walk down from Centra or from Moorish Castle. Yeah. Um, into the downtown. Into the downtown area. historical center, which is about a thousand foot um, in elevation drop and about two kilometers on cobblestone. I was going to say, that doesn't sound like a lot, but it was the um, way we had to walk <laughs> and the, uh, the ground covering and the steps and yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was fine. Like we made it fine. We weren't dying or anything. We were shaking at the end. Our legs were a little, <laughs> a little shaky, um, but we found this really great uh, restaurant to eat at. And yeah, the whole little downtown of Sintra was, was so cute. So yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Sintra. Yeah. Sure. It had that old, old world charm of a little town. Yep. Like little streets and great little restaurants everywhere. Yep. So make sure once again. Wear good walking shoes. And we, uh, and this is another reminder, even though it said it wasn't going to rain and it was a beautiful day, it uh, <laughs> we were sitting at lunch. Luckily, we were, sit- we were outside at this cute cafe and it started to rain. We were under an umbrella, and, but some people weren't. And so all of a sudden people are jumping up out of their seats and trying to find cover under umbrella. It was, it was kind of funny. But yeah. But then 10 minutes later, it was done. Yes, it was done. So, so make sure you're prepared with your uh, little rain jacket or umbrella. Or umbrella. Now, the next day, we actually went into Lisbon, the big city. That is the capital of Portugal. 
They say only half a million people live there. I Maybe that's in the city limits. It seemed a lot bigger than that. Well, there was a half a million people walking on the same streets <laughs> that we were walking on. We, we didn't pick the best day to go. We picked a Saturday, and it had been off and on rainy all week, and Saturday was absolutely gorgeous. It was perfect. Sun was out, and so was everyone that lived in Portugal. They yeah, all and all in, the tourists. And all the tourists, all in Lisbon, all at the same time. Crazy, crazy busy everywhere that we went. But uh, so Except when we first got there, we went to... The area of Belém, I think I'm saying that right, Belém, and found parking no problem. In fact, the parking garage was pretty empty. Empty. We were like, oh, sweet. We saw all the, the things at Belém, which uh, the monastery at Geronimo. Um, the Belém Tower. Yes, which you don't need to go into the Belém Tower. That's a little tip. Um, yeah, but you can go on the outside. The outside is really cool. Go on the outside. There's no reason to go on the inside. There's literally absolutely nothing on the inside, like nothing. So you don't need to wait in line and buy that ticket. Um, and you have to get um, pastels de nada, which are egg tarts at pa pastels de Belém. Oh, oh, my goodness. Now, we have had a lot of egg tarts on this trip. So we, I would say that we are experts on the egg tarts at this point. And let me just tell you, like, it wasn't even a competition. Like, these egg tarts, I don't know how they do it differently, but they do do it differently. So you have to go here and get the egg tarts. And they have it all set up. They have a they have a to-go section. It's just like you walk in, you tell them how many, they hand you the bag, you pay, you're out. Like, yeah, all they, all they will sell you in the to-go section is egg tarts. Yes. And then there's another section where you can buy different things. But, man, they've got it. They've got it to very set up. But, yeah, they were amazing. Um, then we walked along the river. Um very cool. Very, very cool. So then, silly us, because we were like, this is so great. Oh, this is wonderful. And let's hop in the car and drive over to the shopping district. The shopping district. Yeah, there's a few other things we wanted to see that were in about 15 minutes away, 10 or 15 minutes away by car. And we were like, oh, we'll drive over there and see all of these things and park. No problem. We, we got over there really quick. We did, but it was a problem to park, like a big problem. Yeah, we drove around for about a half hour. It was longer than that. I think it was about think 45 so? minutes. Trying yeah. to find some place to park. And it but was... hey, we got to see all the neighborhoods. We did. <laughs> we did again and again. And again, we were like, oh, we've driven down this street. Oh, here we are again. But um, we finally found a parking garage that had some space. Well, okay, parking it, had a parking, it had a parking space, but there was not space. Yeah, um, luckily our car had all of the sensors all around it to tell you how close you were to things. Let's just put it this way. In those parking garages that we spent time in, and um, it was red the whole time. Very high stress situation. Extremely high stress, actually. In fact, you got out of the car. <laughs> yes, because I think, which usually, typically drivers don't want you to do that because it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. No, you wanted me to do that. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. It was, I mean, we're talking people, we were an inch away on every side trying to pull into these spots. Like, it's crazy. Like, our spots in the United States, you could fit two cars in those. Oh, like, they're easily. so roomy. Yeah. So, it was very high stress situation in the parking garage, but you did magnificently. Good oh, job, you, honey. No, no scratches on the car. That no I know scratches of. on the car. And we were in plenty of parking garages. We, so we were only kind of on the beach section, the 
um, river walk. the river walk of of Lisbon. So we didn't see a whole lot inland of Lisbon, but what I saw of Lisbon, I absolutely loved. It is so charming. The shopping district, which was called like the Alfam, Alfama, I think was called. Anyway, and the and the uh, uh, was it the Rua de Augusto? Yeah, and the the commercial square was called the com- com- yeah commercial, commerce square. Commerce yeah. square. It was all so quaint and cute, and I and loved clean. it. Clean, clean. The city was very clean. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I just wish that um, we would have gone there when it wasn't so crowded. It was really crowded. So, but I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Lisbon, you, you did it for me. Good job. Lisbon. So we got we got all the great old world charm that we wanted to go and see while we were here. Yeah. We typically we we like trips like we explore. We like yes. to see the old cities and history and and things like that. We got that, and we also wanted to experience the beach a little bit. We were going to go all the way down to the Algarve um, area, but we noticed that there are incredible beaches. Um, in the central part of Portugal, which they call the Silver Coast. And we thought, why do we need to drive two and a half hours to go to the beach when we've got these incredible beaches here? So, And it did not disappoint. Great yep. beach cities like um, Benish, yep. um, Nazare, where they have the world's largest waves, which we didn't know about. Yeah, t- today we drove there and there were zero waves, like none. And so yeah, we talked to a shop owner there and he goes, yeah, that's in the wintertime. In the summertime, it's as flat as glass. I couldn't believe that. Like, how do you go from 100-foot waves to nothing? That was incredible. But it was a beautiful little town. Beautiful little town. Um, but a total beach town. Total beach town. Yeah, surfing everywhere. Yeah, shops and shops. restaurants. And yeah, it was beautiful. And then, of course, here where our hotel is, Praia del Rey, we went Kind of a out. hidden beach. Yep, hung out at the beach today. And gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. Now, another thing that we ran into, we keep seeing these porcelain tiles everywhere that we go. Well, that's what Portugal is known for. It's one of the things they're known for are these uh, porcelain tiles. They're on houses. They're on, they're inside, they're outside. Like they're just, they're everywhere and they're really pretty. They are. And they're mostly blues and yellows and greens and and reds uh, with great patterns. And we said, oh, wouldn't that look great in our kitchen? So the great hunt began. You thought that you would think that would be easy. Like we're just going to pick up. A porcelain platter. So it was interesting because we went to the city of Obidos um, as well, which is a walled city, a very cool city. And we we saw a lot of really cool platters that we thought, hey, this will work out great. Um, You know, the blue and white. We wanted like a blue and white with some yellow in it. It would be awesome. None were big enough for the right pattern. Or they said Obidos all over it, which we didn't want. So we asked... Uh, someone at lunch and because uh, they had some great platters on their walls and they go oh the next ta- neighboring town is where they the factories are for all this stuff yeah and called us and called us uh called us del rain yeah. so we uh we went there on search for the platter the platter the porcelain platter <laughs> the great the great hunt and yeah we kind of just gave up after searching and searching and searching and then we found one in our cute little beach town today not thinking that we would find one, so. Yeah, I mean, we went to factories. We went to factory yeah. stores. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. You, we forgot to mention, you just mentioned Obadosh. That was one of my favorite places that we went. We forgot to mention that. It is such a cute town. Um, it's a lot of great shopping, and then you can walk along. It's a walled city, 
Um, and you can walk along the city wall. The city wall. Of course, it is. You are not in the United States anymore, people, because <laughs> there is no guard. It's this skinny little path. You could fall to your death very easily. Yeah, there's no guardrails. Nope. There's a couple signs that say uh, you walk on this at your own death or detriment yeah, or something. Detriment or um, yeah, danger. Right. So yeah. And everybody was, and but yeah, it was like, oh, this would never happen where we live. So the walled city was built um, by the Viscos after um, replacing the Romans who lived in this town too. So, I mean, this town is like 2,000 years old and it's still a walled city. The, the walls are original Roman walls and then Viscos built on top of it and uh, still there. Uh, great little city. You got to go visit Yes, you have to. You actually have to. Like, it's so cute. Um, but yeah, and then uh, what? Sunday we went to church. Now we always go to church we or try do. to try yes. and find the the church that's uh, available. Why do we do that? I well, I think because we like to talk to the, the people um, in the area, and we kind of get some you know, hey, what do you recommend? And we like to meet the people there, and and it, it's really good to see what the church is like in other parts of the world, yeah. and to talk to people. Um, and we met a family that moved. From the States to Portugal five years ago. Yep, with six kids. Five years ago with six kids. Uh, he was He's a software engineer, so he can work remote anywhere in the world. Uh, he served his mission here in Portugal. And they just decided what a wonderful place, and I understand why. Uh, the weather here is incredible. It's very much like Northern California on the coast. Never too hot. Yeah. Never too really cold. Um. The prices of food are pretty inexpensive. Oh. Housing seems reasonable, yeah. except in Lisbon. We looked at prices of houses in Lisbon and crazy. Yeah. No, it was great. It was great to to meet them. And my first thought was, what kind of car do they have? They have six <laughs> kids and two parents. How could they possibly drive around a car big enough in, in these tiny little spots? That was my first thought, because the smaller the car, the better here is what I say. Well, then maybe they rely on public transportation. Yeah. We didn't ask them that. And then we also stopped by the uh, Lisbon Temple and found another family there that we met with and who were from the States, and we talked with them and and uh, found out what they've been doing, and we gave them some tips of some things that we had done. Anyway, it was fun. Okay, now for some travel don'ts. All right, should we? Let's just get right into it. Yeah, when we were driving around, you said we need to talk about what not to do when you yes, travel. Yes, what not to do. Okay, because these are from our own mistakes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Don't do not order food that they aren't known for, and expect it to be good. So you can order food that they're not known for, but don't expect it to be good. I right, give the best example we have of this. <laughs> the best example we have of this is when we went to Poland, and. After like four days in Poland, I was a little tired of eating Polish food, even though it was spectacular. But I was like, I want something different. Because we were talking about that in the States, we're like, should we have Mexican tonight? Should we have Italian tonight? Should we like, we eat all different foods all the time. And in these other countries, they eat the same kinds of foods every single day. Anyway, we decided to eat at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it was seriously one of the worst Worst food experiences we've ever had. And the food in Poland was good. Oh, excellent. But I mean, this was terrible. Like Taco Bell 
would it was like a hundred times better than this food that we ate at this like it was horrible it was absolutely horrible so you can order food that they're not known for but but don't expect it to be good (laughs) exactly like even here like you can order a hamburger and it's gonna be fine but it's not going to be the type of hamburger you you're used used to to, from the states so that's one of my tips okay another uh don't tip don't go to the big cities on a good weather day especially on the weekends we made that mistake. Yes. So don't go on a Saturday or Sunday to the big cities. I was just actually reading about that. And they were like, you know, that's when the locals and the tourists are there is on the weekends. So try and hit the big cities on a weekday. Good one. All right. Don't try and park in downtown Lisbon. So here's another, I guess this would be for any big city. Um, it might be very difficult to park. So if we could have done it over again, we probably would have left our car in Belém, taken an Uber over to Lisbon, and then taken an Uber back to our car. That would have been the best thing to do. That would have been the best thing. Yep. And yeah, don't be afraid to use public transit. Well, depending on the city, Uber is very reliable in almost yes. all the cities. And not so. very, it's not very um, expensive here either. Like it would have been no big deal to do that. So uh, yeah. Now here's the other one. Don't rely on your mobile phone service. Why? uh because it might not work we've we've had it's so when we got here we got notified we have t-mobile and they notified us that you now have 2g and we were like say what are we back in the 90s well we yeah back in the 90s (laughs) 2g back in the 10s honey no and 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 we normally get the international plan um, before we leave we didn't this time yeah uh where you can turn it on and off for 10 the time that can save you money and also you'll get 5g in, in most of the countries in Europe. yeah so they did give us the option of uh you know each day we could pay five dollars to get 5g and so one of us uh would do that so that we didn't have to do it on both of our phones but one of us would do but it. check with your carrier and see what they yeah. offer in, in other countries before you go one of the reasons we have t-mobile is because they offer something in all the countries yep that is very true all right what do we got? Uh, oh, this is a good one. Don't stay in the passing lane on the freeway. Okay, for all you people that don't know what the passing lane is, which means almost everyone in the United States on the freeway, uh, guess what? All those lanes that you call the fast lane, those are actually called passing lanes. And even in the United States, you're only supposed to be in those lanes when you're passing. Yes. Even if there's five or six lanes, lanes available, yes. Yeah, you're supposed to move over to the right. And move over to the right. Yep. And here in Europe, they do that. Oh, and, like they're very serious about it. Like they will, they will be on your bumper, like two inches away, honking, flashing their lights. Like, no, you, and it's interesting to watch. Like they pass a car, get over, pass a car, get over. Yeah, they can be going, over. they can be going 50, 60 miles an hour faster yes. than you. Um, They'll get over and move and cut right in front of you back into the, the right hand lane. Yeah. Um, now, don't do this in the UK. They drive on the other side of the road. That would be a danger. <laughs> that would be a danger. That would be a danger. So, okay. So don't do that. Sorry. If you're watching our YouTube. We have a fly that's bothering us. We have us a fly this. and it's driving me crazy. Just leave the fly alone. I can't. It's on the microphone. It it's bugging me. It won't bother the mic. <laughs> it's bothering me. I don't care about the mic. Let it go. Let it okay. go. Don't right. get offended when someone honks at you. Okay. And someone will honk at you if you are driving in another country. They will honk at you. <laughs> yeah. I've only been honked at, what, how many times this trip? I think the 
like two or three. Two or three. Yeah. yeah it's right. not bad at all. And you know what? It's not always that they're angry with you. It's just like, hey. Hey, hey you need to move over. Hey, dummy, move over. Like, it's just, it's not even that they're angry. They're not, you know, they don't have road rage. It's just yeah, letting they, you know. They can see that it's a rental car, so yeah. they know. So don't be offended because you don't know all of their driving rules in their country. Just be like, oh, sorry. And they're and usually pretty friendly. On. Yep. Okay, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to wear comfy shoes. They may not look good, but don't be afraid to wear them. Actually, be super afraid not to wear them. So wear comfy shoes for sure. Don't ignore your concierge. <laughs> right? They are there for a reason. Well, and some of you may think, oh, they're there's they're just there because they're getting kickbacks by a local restaurant or whatever. You know, that may be true, but they're not going to send their clientele to bad restaurants. That is correct. They they, they will they, get bad reviews or whatever. Yes, yes. So they they can help you get around town. They can help you where to eat, a, a nice restaurant, a casual restaurant. Make use of them. That's what they're there yeah, for. They'll even tell you the best, you know, get an Uber or take this bus somewhere. Yes, yes. Use them. They have saved us. Don't be rude. You are in someone else's country and you're not exactly sure of their customs and traditions. So don't be rude. Be be very, um, they're being patient with you. Maybe they're not being that patient, but you need to be patient and um, just try and figure it out. Don't be rude. Well, and this goes into be, don't be too loud. That You can point out Americans pretty quick uh, abroad. Tend to be loud. Yes. Um, and so if you, you're used to, Hey, my wife's in, in, in the store down the street, right? Maybe only like 10 or 15 yards away. I say, Hey honey, come down here. I found what you needed. That's extremely rude in most countries. In some countries. Yeah, it yeah. might be. Yeah. We especially saw this when we went to Poland. Everyone was very quiet. Yeah. I thought they were going to throw me out of Poland. I was so loud. <laughs> like every, I would laugh and like everyone looked at me. I'm like, Oh so, yeah. Just notice what other people are doing around you, not other tourists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understand what the, the locals are doing and be polite. And guess what? It goes a long way. Yeah. And with that, I would also add, try and speak a little bit of their language. It goes a long way. They always smile when we try and, and speak their language. They always smile. They appreciate the effort. They do. They do. All right. Don't be afraid to make new friend, friends and talk to people. This is actually one of the favorite things that we do I was going to say, travel. we have a problem with this. We actually really like it. And when we were at lunch in Sintra, we made friends with the people on the left and right side of us. We were like talking to both of them. And we got to hear their stories. Yep. We, we met with two retired nurses that are come out of retirement for COVID um, to help during COVID. Great. Um, we met a family from Texas that said, hey, you guys must be from California. You're walking around with water in your backpacks. <laughs> no, it was because <laughs> when we went to leave the table, we, oh, uh, right. we went to drink the rest of our water and yeah, we were like, we need the rest of our water. And they were like, yeah, Californians. So, but yeah, don't be afraid to make new friends. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, we also made a new yeah. friend and hopefully a new listener. Um, uh, when we were in Lisbon, uh, visiting the temple, which was very cool. Oh, that's right. Yep. And we made friends with our server that we've had multiple times Reese. in Reese. 
We love Reese. Reese. He's a he's a young um, intern from yep, from India. India, from Goya, India. Yeah, we got to hear his whole life story. Yeah, it was awesome. It, so yeah, fun. now we see him. We're like Reese, how's it going? So it's kind of fun. And guess what? I get better service that way. That is true. Amazing. That is true. Make friends. Um, don't forget sunscreen. Um, if you watch the video, you can see I forgot sunscreen. No. We remembered sunscreen. It was in our backpack. So here's yeah. the ne next tip. Don't forget to put on the sunscreen that is in your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't forget sunscreen. Well, didn't I ask you one time? You said, yes, you did. You said, do we have any sunscreen? I'm like, no, I don't think so. You know, in our backpack. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. And then we got back to the hotel after you were fried. And I was like, oh, look. I was well, prepared. We weren't even at the beach. We were just, just walking, walking around. around. But yeah. I was like, um, huh, I was prepared. And it happened to be a more sunny day. That was in Lisbon. Yep. So, yeah, don't forget to put it on. Even even if you think you're not going to get burned, better to be safe than sorry. You know, and here's the next thing. Don't forget a backpack. We use a backpack a lot we on do. our trips. We do. We always have a backpack. In there, we normally put some Advil or Tylenol because our knees are hurting from yep. walking. We put water. We put... Um, chargers, we put uh, sunscreen, sunscreen that we sometimes remember and sometimes don't. Um, yeah, and it also is a place to put all the knickknacks that you find when you're doing your souvenir shopping or you find this really cute thing that you want to buy. Then you're not carrying around bags; you can throw it in your backpack. And you're that's typically why we bring it is to put anything we buy in there. And then, like when we were. You know, on the days that it was supposed to rain, we've had our rain jackets in there. We had an umbrella. So, yeah, make sure you take a backpack that you can uh, travel with. Perfect. All right, where else? Um, oh, this is a good one. Oh, yeah, don't park where you're not supposed to. Or you will get a ticket, like? I, I only got a parking ticket, but it was an extension. We parked in the right place. Just, we could only park there for two hours. We thought we were only going to be two hours in Centra. We were way wrong because it took so long to get down the hill walking. Yeah. Um, so. So actually, you're right. We didn't park where we weren't supposed to. We just, we took too long. That's we took right. too long. So. Yes. But um, we have parked in places we weren't supposed to multiple times. Not, not, usually not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. The signs are a little weird. When yeah. It comes it's to, like, wait, what does that mean? It sh you know, and I know the locals know what it means, but we don't know what that means. Like, but if, yeah. if you find a parking spot that's too good to believe. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's too it's good to be too true. Good, too yep. good to be for true. sure. Don't get a speeding ticket, huh? I, I haven't got one this you time. You have not knock Ooh. on wood. We're almost done with our trip. You have not had one um, on this trip. Well, I have this. I have this relationship with our car. You do. Yeah, our car um, is autonomous, not completely, but enough, right? Where I can set the speedometer to be the current speed limit, which is really kind of cool because. When the speed limits change on the freeways, which they do from like 120 down to 100, down to 80, depending, the car adjusts to it automatically. So I just say, set it to the speed limit and we're off. Yeah, that, which is kind of cool. So yeah, it prevented, the first day or two, I was like, you're speeding, you're speeding. And then you figured that out and then we didn't have any more conflicts about that. Yeah. Good job, babe. Yep. Um, but the conflict I have with the car is, <laughs> it wants to keep me in my lane, even... And this is very different here because you pass on the left and then move over to the right. So you don't just sit in the middle lane or the fast lane and go. Yeah, you got to pass. Well, you have to turn your blinker on to change lanes in this car or it fights you. It doesn't just warn you. 
it like pushes you back in the lane and <laughs> yeah so darren's like let me go let me go he's always talking to the car stop so, it it wanted me to use my blinker appropriately so oh what i become a better driver you have yeah there you go Our Lemonade Moment of the Week has to do with one of the fears we have when we're traveling without kids. Yes, so we left uh, our son at home alone for this week because he's now driving and responsible, and so we left him home all week, and he had a swim meet to go to on Saturday morning, really early, 6.30, and he woke up late, you know, got up, he was, you know, a little crazy trying to get out the door, and calls me. Uh, and he's a little upset and said, then I was like, oh no, you know, as soon as I heard that he was upset, I thought, oh no, what's happened. And he had had a minor altercation with the car in a curb and the tire was flat. And so he was, and so he said, you know what, I'll, I'm going to try and change it. I'll figure it out. And I, it's, it's so hard. I'm in another country. We were like <gasps> looking at our phones, waiting for a text, like waiting 30, for a Cause I said, okay, text me when you get it all figured out. And 30 minutes later, I'm like, he hasn't texted me. And I'm praying going, oh, please let him be able to do this. And let your, or please let someone. It was more someone... like a silent scream to God. <laughs> yes. I was like, please let someone drive by and help him if he's having trouble. Like we had no idea what was going on. And I finally, we waited about 40 minutes and we called him and he said, oh, I just finished. He said, I, I was doing it just fine, but I couldn't get it off. Like after I had gotten all the nuts and everything off, he couldn't get it. He couldn't physically get it off the car. It was stuck. And one of our friends drove In by. I'm wondering uh, what our friend was driving by at a quarter to seven in the morning. I know. Saturday, I don't. So. You know what? Maybe he was going on a donut run, and thank goodness, who knows? <laughs> but I just, I'm so thankful that our friend stopped and helped him out, helped him get off the tire, and he put the spare on, and then he went back home and switched cars real quick. <laughs> Luckily, we have multiple cars at the house right now, and uh, he switched cars. So. So the, the lemons were, hey, one of our biggest fears when we leave is something happens to our kids that they can't figure out. The lemonade is he figured it out with some help from one of our neighbors. So. Yes, yeah, so thank you, neighbor, and I'm proud of my son. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.